you know, self-care like really does revolve around making decisions that will make you feel well, whatever that means for you in that moment. So it's going to change, right? And it's going to be something that you're going to have to like, I don't know, check in during the seasons and see, you know, are, is my self-care routine serving where I'm at right now? Yes. Is it serving my goals? Is it serving making me feel better? And for me, and it, it has, will change. Yeah, it has to change. And so, you know, like if an early morning workout is what will make you feel well, then guess what? That's self-care. You're listening to Rebel Heart Radio, hosted by a nutritional therapist, Cassie Knabel, and professional esthetician and makeup artist, Genevieve Blair. A lifestyle podcast about clean living, making money, and badass people that inspire us endlessly. We created this podcast to walk through the tough moments of life with you, inspire you to live more intentionally, and frankly, because we like to talk. Thanks for joining us today. Make sure to catch our weekly episode and subscribe to us anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you have iTunes, we would be forever grateful for your review on our podcast. Let's get to our latest episode. The materials and content within this podcast are for general information and educational purposes only and are not to be considered a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Today's episode is sponsored by Amy from Rebel Nutrition. You can catch her in episode 104. She's the creator of Online Course Academy and is hosting a free masterclass that teaches how to create a profitable online course that brings in 5k a month even if you're starting from zero. I've been watching Amy for years now. She's had the opportunity to throw out many courses out there, but the one that seems to be the mainstay that's there all the time that I've seen her do really well with is her online course academy. I've known several people to go through this course and I've watched them just soar with success. So we're super excited to dive into it ourselves and I hope that if you guys are interested in making your own course and learning how to get it out to your audience and build as you go too, This is a great way to start. In this training, you'll learn the number one reason most online courses fail. It has nothing to do with the size of your Instagram following, how to make a 5k month or more from your online course, and a precise calculation for how big your audience needs to be. Also, how to grow your audience while simultaneously building your course, and also why you don't need to be an expert before selling it. This also gives you a good insight on how to sell your course online and how to generate buzz and excitement around your course topic to get as many students enrolled as possible without paying for ads. Most people have concerns about creating their own online course, like what would I even create an online course about? How do I build an audience and who wants to even buy my course? Why would anyone listen to me when there are so many experts out there? How would I launch or even market this to a tiny audience? Would anyone even buy? What about all the tech stuff? Videos, worksheets, audio lessons? Oh, the overwhelm. And what about the logistics? Coming up with content, deciding which information to share. And can courses really create enough income for me to live off of? You know, OCA will walk you through every single one of these fears step by step using video, audio, and done-for-you email scripts, and even design templates to make your slides and other supplemental course materials to make sure your students get results. If you want to join, text online course academy, one word, no spaces, to 44222. Again, text online course academy, one word, no spaces, to 44222, where you'll receive a link to join the free training. We'll also link to the sign up page in the show notes. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Rebel Heart Radio. We are bringing you a throwback episode today in an effort to practice what we preach when it comes to self-care and being able to focus effort and time where we need, because um, for those of you who maybe are out here in the Pacific Northwest or in California, um, if you've been affected by the wildfires, our heart goes out to you. And um, I, myself, Cassie, happen to be in that category. So we were evacuated from our home for about six days and we just got back last night and there's just been no time or place to be able to take the time to sit down and record to be with all of you. But we want to put this podcast out anyway. And so this week, we're going to bring you back a nice throwback episode that again is on point with theme and it's sustainable self-care. This is one of my favorite episodes. It's episode 22 is the original 
launch episode number. And we talk a lot about, you know, what it means to define self-care for yourself, how to create a self-care routine that like actually sticks because how many of us have set up like, these are the 10 new things we're going to do for self-care this month or this year. And it's so hard to stick to. We talk a lot about those kind of small incremental changes that really do mean something and then aggregate to, you know, these bigger lifestyle changes that we all want. And so while we're headed into the fall and all of us are trying to manage, you know, possibly having kids at home more, doing homeschooling, which we hadn't planned, um, and just generally heading into a season in which we need to be leaning into self-care as we are indoors more. Um, I know I've been indoors from the smoke for the last few days and it's making me go a little stir crazy, but I am leaning into some of those self-care practices that I've established over the last couple of years. And so hopefully this is a really nice, juicy, and poignant episode for you guys to to be re-listening to if you're an avid listener. And if you're new to the podcast, then welcome. This is Sustainable Self-Care. I am super duper floored for our our episode today because we're going to talk about not just self-care people, but sustainable self-care, which can be very different. It's very different. Yeah, one-off like, self-care is <laughs> different. <laughs> well, and there's a lot of expectations out there as to like that social media leads us to believe that like self-care is all about like face masks and bath bombs. My eyes and are crossing over blah, here. Blah 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 <laughs> blah. But like, if you don't have like the daily necessities in place as part of your self-care routine, like great sleep or like good sex, or and we might not say that's daily, but just depends on who you are. <laughs> depends or on whatever. Are, yeah. But but all of that, like it, it's we have to address these major needs and self-care really like honestly it should consist of those daily tasks to help you reach your goals, whatever mm, yes. those goals are. Like how is how can self-care support the vision that you have for your own health, your life, your day to day, like what's your ideal day look like? How can self-care support that? And I think a lot of times we think about like how your job can support that and how your lifestyle can support that. But guess what? Self-care ought to be part of your job and part of your lifestyle. Yeah. Which is a difficult concept to start with. And can I just say like preaching to the person who needs to be preached to right now like I'm I I need to hear all of this just as much as you guys I am not perfect in this Mm -mm. but these are some really big realizations I've had about self-care lately about them being part of my job really honestly yeah Cassie said that to me a few weeks ago in preparation of my schedule changing Mm -hmm. and I said you're making time to work out every day working out sweating (laughs) every day is your job doing your makeup and getting ready for the day is your job that's part of your job. Mm-hmm. You and gotta it make really time for hit that. Me heavy that I was. She's right. She's one hundred percent right. Especially working in like the it. health and wellness or yeah. the beauty industry or whatever. Like that's part of what you do. And we're not even talking about aesthetics. We're just talking about getting things done that help us feel good. Yeah, and you were you were talking about that in the beginning about how it it helps you kind of be your best. And that's how I've always viewed self care is is not necessarily what makes me feel nice. It's how can I be my best me? And sometimes it's literally just getting some effing sleep. Yes. Sometimes it's <laughs> checking off to-dos on your list. Sometimes. Yes, you're right. Sometimes. You're totally right. So like, you know, self-care like really does revolve around making decisions that will make you feel well, whatever that means for you in that moment. So it's going to change, right? And it's going to be something that you're going to have to like, I don't know, check in during the seasons and see, you know are is my self-care routine serving where I'm at right now yes is it serving my goals is it serving making me feel better and for me and it, it has, will change yeah it has to change and so you know like if an early morning workout is what will make you feel well then guess what that's self-care yep if making a home-cooked dinner with like really healthy ingredients is what's going to make you feel well well guess what that's also self-care so sometimes mm-hmm. just like literally getting a meal on the table or <laughs> yeah um, making it to the gym or whatever I think honestly, you've we've got to like really become a little bit more rigid about the definition of what sustainable self-care looks like in order to like really cultivate that, break create down. some boundaries. Yeah, break it down. So we've got a few tips for you guys to help you create a sustainable self-care routine that actually sticks because this is the thing like it's so easy to pick up like 
a habit or try to and have it be part of like maybe a resolution or like Mm -hmm. maybe you adopt some habits as like we transition into fall and maybe your kids are going back to school or whatever but um the reality is like you need to to have a framework around what you're choosing to do as self-care yes to help you make good decisions about what self-care looks like for you and sometimes it's the definition like how are you defining this Mm -hmm. so i think that's where i want you know make sure you can define what you want to do like yes what like what's because there's a difference between need want and an obligation where it's just not quite necessary which we all know there are some out there where there's this weird deep-seated thing where I feel obligated or I feel like I need to do this and I have to do this but you don't have to yeah you know, I 100% agree with that. So actually, we're going to give you like a solid list of five tips to help you create a sustainable self-care routine. And tip number one is do things you actually want to do. <laughs> Which sounds so simple, but sometimes that's not. Listen, if like self-care, I mean, if working out feels like, yeah, that's something I should be doing for myself, but it's not something you actually want then it's not going to feel like self-care. It's going to feel like you're feel like your drudgery <laughs> well, or like you're, you know, you're, you're doing something you don't want to do, which means you're pushing yourself. It's taking energy and effort and working out, of course, still takes energy and effort. Mm-hmm. But when you reframe it, you'll feel differently about it. And there are some seasons where like it doesn't fit, you know, and sometimes this takes action to be able to figure this out. So in my case, I had to figure out that I love dance fitness classes yes but I had to go and try it sure yeah and you know but at the same time there's also things that I still would like to try because yeah, I, I mean, don't know like, if I want to do it <laughs> I even feel like trying new things could be part of your self-care yeah depending on how you feel about trying to discover what you want to do yes absolutely you know so so tip number one is doing things you actually want to do figuring out what it is that you want might be a whole nother task in and of itself another episode Um, your whole (laughs) life basically but a good way to figure that out is to actually make a list of tasks this is number two make a list of tasks and activities that make you feel well Mm -hmm. so like first and foremost really take stock and figure out what makes you feel well um, or what things you feel like you're currently missing that could help you feel more well and I think another way to do this is actually list things that don't make you feel well yeah, too. Uh, yeah. So you make mm-hmm. sure you're avoiding those as well. I think it's the flip side. If you have trouble figuring out what does make you feel well, let's list out what doesn't and then maybe do the opposite. Yeah, that's super smart. Um, but basically, like, you know, if you're feeling stressed or anxious, maybe like meditation will help you feel well. If you're feeling stiff or achy, maybe you need to do more stretching or yoga in your routine. So, you know, what are your current ailments? What are you dealing with as far as like just burdens or symptoms or thought processes that are just really weighing down on you and how can you transform that through some sort of change or activity Mm -hmm. yeah number three is to prioritize your list and identify a few main self-care activities so listen your list is going to be extensive for what right for what you can do to make yourself feel well and I can try to do 25 things to make me feel well every single day. But the truth is like, I won't do any of them. If I try to do that many, I won't do any because it's too overwhelming. So I try to pick, you know, two or three to really focus on. Mm -hmm. And like, just like you said in the last episode about like that, your meditations, like doing it for a long enough period of time to create a habit. And sometimes that takes, takes like just starting with one thing even. Um, But thinking about like those main self-care activities and like next kind of go through and identify your top three self-care activities that like make you feel the most well that you love that you want to do. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Something that becomes a a staple becomes a, you know, it feels a little weird when I don't get that in or I can feel the difference in my body when I don't get that in Mm -hmm. or you know, that's how that's actually this. It's funny. We're talking about this because that's how the dance fitness classes started for me was. And there have been weeks because it's only once a week because the instructor that I absolutely adore only teaches it once a week. Actually, I found out she teaches Tuesday nights now, too, which I'm really excited Ooh. about. But I don't know if I can do Tuesday night and then Wednesday morning. That would be too much. But she I, I was like, I have to make this a priority. And there have been weeks where it's not 
been real easy or I've had to kind of sacrifice something a little bit like eh, I probably should have sat down and done meal planning that day because I didn't get it done on Monday and Wednesday was the first opportunity but I was like nope I'm doing this for my mental health. I'm doing it for my physical health. This is for me. And it took practice. And I had to kind of, I had to make some people upset and be like, I'm sorry, I'm I'm unavailable, you know, <laughs> and just really stick to my guns. And I've never been disappointed by doing that. Yeah. Make but yourself it's, a priority. It's hard to figure out what that, I think I love that you, tri- like your, your path was trying something new. Mm-hmm. Um, or something you hadn't done in a very long time. Cause I'm mm-hmm. assuming you've done a dance fitness class yes. before. Cause you're you. Yes. <laughs> um, but remembering how much joy that brought you mm-hmm. and the fact that it's like, it's almost like a workout and a work in at the same time. Right. Cause you're getting yes. like that mental break, you're dancing, you're getting it all out, mm-hmm. um, and enjoying it. So I love that. So honestly, like how you prioritize your list is completely up to you. So this is where like the choice really comes personalized, personalized list. Um, I would really recommend choosing the tasks that will have the biggest impact on how you feel and are the easiest to implement. Start there. Right. Um, Or could be tacked on activities that you already have as like part of your normal routine. So these will be like your core three activities. That makes a lot of sense. Having these core, having core yeah. Core self-care. Yes. Core Make self-care. It a small list. <laughs> Specific and small. Mm-hmm. Specific and small. And like, it can be really basic. Like, yeah. Really, for real. Can really I tell basic. you my three? Yeah. Because I realized it as yeah, you were saying it. Uh, collagen every morning. Okay. Because that really does make me feel better. Dance class once a week. Daily meditation. Those are my core. Those make me feel the best every week. (laughs) I love that. My three are, uh, moving my body. Mm -hmm. And I say moving my body because some days that's a workout like at the gym and some days it's walking. Mm -hmm. Um, but moving my body and usually for somewhere between like 30 minutes to an hour Mm -hmm. and really prioritizing that. So I literally, my work day doesn't start until like 10 or 11 AM because I go, I drop off my little guy with my mom and then I go to the gym so good. straight to the gym and thank goodness I have a great workout buddy because she's there she's like all right where well, are you at let's do this yeah, I'm coming I'm always late but I make it <laughs> um listening to music mm. every single day when I get out of the habit of listening to music my like I get like symptoms of like anxiety and depression kind of sinking in and not that those like make those go away but it brings on some of those like good, happy hormones yes. and I get kind of pumped up. So I always listen to music and I, I get out of, because so much of my job now is, is being on the phone with consulting, with, you know, talking to my beauty counter team or helping a client with, you know, product or whatever. I end up using a lot of my car time and transition time or time that I normally would have been listening to music um, talking on the phone and mm-hmm. I'm expending so much energy oh, doing yeah. that. And I love it. I love it so much, but I, um, I need to like check that stuff and like have boundaries around that yeah. and then make time for, for the, the music. That and I always so make sense. time, my, my little guy and I, and often my husband too, we have like a little dance party most days. <laughs> Um, and he loves it and he loves, he has great taste in music, which is perfect. That's amazing. So, um, a little bit of dancing going along with that music too. And then my third one is being in community with other women in person. That's a pretty heavy realization. And we're not talking about work. (laughs) I'm talking about coffee day, talk about life with a friend, grab coffee, go for a walk, like something that helps me process that helps me step away from my and of course work always comes up especially with my friends because I work with a lot of my friends yeah I was like I'm sure but like you know like being in community and doing things like maybe a little bit more restorative like maybe I'll make time you know I'll try to combine some self-care activities with that so like going for a walk I try to combine that by hanging out with a friend that's so cool. I try to combine um, getting a pedicure with also hanging out mm-hmm. with a friend. That sounds amazing. That sort of thing. So 
And I have a few other things, which I'll share in a little bit, but those are kind of my top three right now. The core. Yeah, those are my core right now that I'm trying to accomplish. And many of them were things that I can just fit into what I'm already doing. The working out has been, the moving daily has been probably the most out of the comfort zone. And I would not put that on like the easiest to implement in my mind. But when I think about it, as long as I schedule it in, like it's there, I'm going to do it. Yeah. So I just, I'm an obliger. So I need someone on the other end of it for Mm -hmm. me. Sometimes it's a buddy. Sometimes it's a trainer. It just depends on where I'm at with my life. For sure. Yeah. So around those like core three activities, then you can kind of schedule self-care tasks that make you feel well. Um, That's number four. Yeah. Number four is scheduling. Schedule. You got to put this in your calendar. Yeah, for real. It's got to go in your calendar. That's so funny because I just did. Even though I've been doing dance class since like April. Yeah. I just finally put it in my calendar this it's month. It's in there. Yeah. I had a really big realization and really revamped my schedule after we got back from our leadership conference with Beauty Counter um, in May and really looked at like my work schedule, but I hadn't like really pulled chunks out for my personal schedule really mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as I created a chunk of time for working out in my schedule, guess what? It actually happened. What? No. Yeah. Four, <laughs> five, six days a week. And wow. I'm like, okay, this is great. I need to actually make time for it. So I have a chunk of my schedule where like my team members cannot schedule a call with me and anyone I'm working with on nutrition cannot schedule a call with me. Like mm-hmm. it's a chunk of time where it's like, nope, Cassie's at the gym unavailable. And I have so many, it's been really hard because I'm working out during a very common time where people are doing business between like that 9 and 10 a.m. mark mm-hmm. and or even sometimes 9 and 11, depending on if I go to like spin class after I'm done lifting or something like that. But I make I give myself a good solid oddly two hours, four or five days a week That's to amazing. to go to the gym, to get done, to shower, change, get ready and like spend some time on just getting right with myself and I have so many people messaging me during that period of time and I'm like just like don't look at it don't look at it don't look at it I just turn it all off and then at 11 it is like go time yeah right it's like let's do it if you ever wonder why you get a message from me every day generally like 1105 I'll be like oh that's why okay reply um but anyway so scheduling out those self-care tasks so even if like it means carving out you know not two hours but like a 20 minute increment into your schedule um don't pencil in pen in yeah it's is immovable and and if you need to start small care yeah if you need to start small that's totally cool like start small but make sure that you've got the time you need like yep. we were talking about the shower I, can't, I I haven't prioritized like showering and getting ready for years because I just fit it in wherever I could well it's also not a priority right exactly especially you when you've got little bodies around and they just, it's you, just yeah you got things. things to do so I'm 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 making it a priority to really care for the way I look now instead of just doing it when it works mm. so and it makes you feel good it does it makes you feel good because I love makeup. I yeah. really do. Well, and for you, it's part of your work, too. You yes. Know? It's mm-hmm. part of, who, of of your work, of your creative work, of getting inspired and enjoying that and sharing tips with everybody. So Absolutely. So I love this saying, at the end of the day, what gets scheduled gets done. True. Right? If so you don't put true. it on your schedule, you're never going to do it. Um, so I would really like experiment with scheduling tasks at different times. Um, that resonate best with you because if I'm being real I would love to be the person who gets up and goes and works out at 5 a.m and is done at 6 a.m while my yeah while my I would love to be that I am not that person (laughs) but I would love to be the person who does that while my kids still sleep and my husband's at home still he hasn't left for work um but that's for this season in life it's not possible and so that means that I just start my work day later and that's just the way it is. And I have that flexibility and autonomy because of what the nature of what I do, which is great. But for the longest time, I wasn't taking advantage of that. I was just filling it with more work because you think I should be working during this time. Exactly. And Mm -hmm. now, um, you know, it's just part of my day. So, um, but if you find yourself skipping one of these self-care tasks, try scheduling it for a different time or modifying the activity to be easier to stick to. So this is like really common. People will be like, I'm going to get in the gym for an hour every single day or five days a week or whatever. It's like, well, if you're not ever getting there, then just go for a damn 10 minute walk. Like, (laughs) you know, make it simpler. And so that's Mm -hmm. actually how I started. I started with going for a walk Hmm. um, in the middle of the day and then slowly let that morph in and 
to be committed to going to the gym. And then as soon as I found a workout buddy, it was like go time gangbusters dude yeah. from there. So, and then, um, I would just like continue refining and, and adapting that process as much as you need to. Cause self-care, it oh, that's never needs ending. to be really flexible and adaptable. Mm-hmm. Right. For sure. Yeah. And that should be, like you said, there's different times in your life for different things. And yep this is a transitionary time in my life as my season has changed a little bit. It's gone from having little people at home to not having little people at home during the day. So I, I'm, I'm allowing myself that grace that there's going to be an adjustment period yes. yep. <laughs> where I'm changing and trying new things, trying new schedule. Like, like I did, I worked out three times last week and I, I'd really love to work out four to five times. So, mm. but I can't do that this week because packs and scoped, you know, we had all these things that are coming up and I'm allowing myself that grace to figure it out. Mm-hmm. So, just let yourself figure it out. Yeah. So number five is to hold yourself accountable. Tell me more about this. I This is so individualized. Right. It has to be because I have to be kept accountable in different ways for different things. So like I said, with like the working out, it helps me to have someone to show up for. So. And no, I don't need a bunch of instruction on how to properly lift weights. I have enough experience in that. And of course, I can always get better at it. Like no doubt. But, um, at this point in life, I just need someone to show up for. Yeah. And in fact, it helps me. So the way I keep myself accountable with working out is I don't share the workouts with my workout buddy. I have to bring them. That's so, so if smart. I don't show up, she doesn't have the workout and she'll work out anyway. Cause that's how she is. She's amazing. But I, um, I bring the workout and that's she smart. brings the, the other person she brings my <laughs> yeah. obligerness she brings to her the body. table. <laughs> she brings her body and then we work. This out reminds me so much of Gretchen Rubin's four tendencies. Yeah. I mean, that's really yeah. learning that and, and understanding that I'm an obliger in within that framework. It literally transformed my health because I realized I had to have accountability on the other end of it mm-hmm. to get anything done. Yep. And there's, so, I really encourage you guys to check that out. If you're not really sure what that means, hold yourself accountable. Cause that really does mean something different for every person. Then definitely, definitely check that out. It'll help you guys feel more successful in that accountability range. Cause for the longest time I was, cause I'm an obliger too. I was really down on myself. Like, and, and this, she even said this when she, I, I listened to it on audible. And when she had this chapter on obligers and she said, obligers have a tendency to think, why can't I act like an adult? Like, why can't I? What the hell is wrong with me? Yes. I, (laughs) yes. Like, why can't I do what I say I want to do and, and just execute it and do it? Like, I'm just, I'm no good. I'm not mature. I'm, you know, yep. I've had that thought many times. Yeah. And when she said that, I went, not true. Oh, okay. Yeah. Definitely had those thoughts of, putting down on myself for that literally (laughs) i can't even tell you how many times i've literally had the moment where i'm like cassie grow the f up and go to the gym yeah what's wrong with you yeah grow the f up and go to bed on time yeah what is wrong i still have those conversations with myself yes but what's so transformative is knowing that i'm an obliger just means i have to put those things in check and in place yep just like you did with working out yep so that's what hold yourself accountable means to me is just so know yourself. Fi- well, yeah, find know yourself well enough to find the ways that um, best keep you accountable. So for some people, it's like setting goals for themselves. Like if you're an or you're an upholder, or mm-hmm. even like a questioner, if you set your own goals about like daily habits or tasks, like probability is you're going to achieve them because you're setting them. <laughs> but you have to set those intentions. So for some people, all they have to do is like set intentions and make a plan. And then for others, we have to like create some level of accountability on the other end of it. Yeah. Um, for some people, tracking really helps with accountability too. So whether tracking. that be like food and nutrition, and I'm not talking about counting calories or anything like that, although like there's a time and a place for counting things. But <laughs> for most people, like if you wrote down what you ate in a day, that could keep you accountable toward Wake the self yeah, the self-care activity of like really um, making sure that you're getting like vegetables with every single meal each day yeah or for whatever sure. whatever the goal is right um and I love goals like that when it comes to improving your health and nutrition being like I, I that's why I love like and we already talked about this a couple of weeks ago but the um what's um Robin Euclid's her plate Oh, the five rule? So the, the, yeah, rule plate of, of rule, rule of five. five. Rule mm-hmm. of five plate. So um, within that where she talks about like having a cooked vegetable, a fermented thing, a protein, a green, 
and what's the other thing? I'm going to look it up because I can't remember. Fat. Healthy fat. Oh, yeah, Yeah. you're right. So within that, like I love like something like that being a goal where Mm -hmm. you're like, okay, I'm going to eat like a little bit of fermented food with each meal. I'm going to eat a green with each meal. And then you can write it down and track and see. So for some people, tracking is great. Mm -hmm. Same can go with like sleep. Like if Mm -hmm. you track your sleep, you geek out on it and be like, oh, he's trying to get like the optimal amount and like the right time. And like you get super geek out on it. That's amazing. Um, For me, um, when it comes to things that aren't like I always need someone to oblige to. So for for sleep, like I would love to say that like I go to sleep. I don't go to sleep on time and I on time, whatever that means. I know (laughs) there's hustle mode and you got to stay up late sometimes and like figure it out. But for me, what I'll do is literally blast on social media and be like, I'm really working on my sleep this week. Here's what I'm going to try to do. And then I have to show up and be like, here's how it's working or it's mm-hmm. not working or it's going whatever. And so I actually like motivate Obliged myself to audience. do it. Yeah. I blush to my audience, which is hilarious. Yeah. Right. What even is that? I know. So I would like to create some more accountability around sleep. And I think I might start tracking just because I think that would be an interesting layer for me um you talk to add about that. it on social media afterwards too it'll be another layer yeah talk yeah. about your tracking yep so different ways to hold yourself accountable for sure but if just you, if you guys want to check out more about that you can check out our uh, episode 13 on self-knowledge and personal development like we talk pretty heavily about what we've discovered about ourselves and what that means yep and you should check that out if you want to learn a little bit more agreed totally agreed Okay, so let's go through our list. I think this could be really helpful because I think yes. it's hard to know what people's self-care stuff looks like, especially when it's different for every single person. Yeah. And understanding like the simplest thing yeah. could be self-care for you. Yes. Right? The simplest thing. Yes. And honestly, all we want for you guys in listening to this episode is feeling a modicum of inspiration or control or um, understanding that like you said, the small things can be big things, you know, and a lot of times if you know somebody else is doing it, you can say, yeah, I, you know what? Okay. (laughs) I'm going to give that a try. So that's what we want for you guys. So Cassie, tell us a little bit about your list. I love your list. Like, mm. um, it's real basic because I'm just trying to make sure I get all of my necessities to just stay a human. (laughs) (laughs) stay like try to be a healthy human but really just maintain being alive um sleep for sure I need to prioritize that more I I I just what does that look like to you when you prioritize it when I prioritize sleep it looks like powering down okay phone tablet computer all that kind of stuff um about at least a half an hour, ideally an hour before bed. Mm -hmm. And then it also involves going to bed (laughs) before 11. Okay. Which doesn't happen as often as I'd like to. I get it. I'd like to. Totally get it. So, um, and I have to keep those pieces of it really super duper simple. Um, but often I'm on my computer pretty late or my phone, um, so I try to wear like huh? blue, light, blue light blocking glasses, but and little I, man goes to bed. Yeah. You got to throw the hustle mode on sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying really hard to unplug a little more. And that's very difficult for me, especially with the nature of my work, but it's something that's totally possible. So I'm trying to remind myself like P- other people do this. <laughs> this is the thing. <laughs> this is not just you trying to do this. Um, and then next is moving my body. And th- for me, that just means getting regular exercise, whether that's going to the gym, going to a class at the gym, or just lifting with my my lifting buddy, um, with going for a walk or just getting outside, going for a hike. Um, again, being in community with other women in person. I'm mm-hmm. in community with other women on the phone and stuff like that all the time. Or I feel like I am because I'm like listening to a boss podcast or something like that. <laughs> um, listening to music has to be a daily thing for me. I try to do it definitely on my drive to drop my son off with my mom. It's about 15 minutes one way. And so I get about a half hour of music listening in and ideally it's something I'm like singing along to. Um, going outside. Mm, this sounds yeah. so sad that this is part <laughs> of my self care, but that's my uh-huh. reality. I'll have days sometimes where I'm like, I have not been outside today, yeah. or like barely. 
Yeah, or it's just too in front um, of the car. <laughs> but goodness, I feel so much better when I do. So mm-hmm. this is the kind of neat part that I can like couple together the moving my body goal and the getting outside goal together, which is where I can kind of make this like a more manageable thing to add on to that core three mm-hmm. things. Um, so going for a walk or going for a hike, even just sitting outside enjoying like a hot cup of tea or coffee um, and doing some like deep breathing or something like that um pampering myself which I'm very bad at gosh I feel you like half of my list I'm really bad at yeah um manicures and pedicures are one of my ways I like to pamper myself Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um I go get them done I do not do them myself Mm because I don't have that talent it's (laughs) it's even just more stressful for me I just glue mine on (laughs) getting a massage uh again something I'm really bad at so like my friend Heather's my massage therapist and I will literally have to schedule my next massage at that massage appointment so same, same goes with getting my hair done yeah i need to do that i get my hair done pretty often but it's I because i schedule out um yeah. about like somewhere between seven and eight weeks out usually is when i'll get a cut and a color and um time away from my phone so, so this is Ooh. like one I can try to work into other things. Mm-hmm. And I mean, literally not even like we're not even talking just not looking at it, like not listening to it, not touching it, putting it in a different room and just moving on trying with my to life. forget about it. <laughs> yeah. Just put it away. Yeah. Um, and so that's just like, you know, I'm coming into a place where I'm in a business of constant communication And if I don't filter it, it's always going to be coming in because everybody's in different time zones and everything. And it's amazing. It's wonderful. I love it so much. But again, obliger. So I'm trying to like reply to everybody. Yeah, I feel you. So having time away from my phone where I literally like leave it in my bag or even like leave it if I'm with my family, like I'll leave it in my car. Whoa. And be like, bye. That's awesome. Please don't break into my car. (laughs) Um, My whole life is on my phone. Uh, and then this has been kind of a new one so like making a special meal oh I love that because you know just like and I'm not talking about like recipe testing or you know doing stuff for blogging or for whatever like literally just being like I'm gonna make a really special meal and I'm gonna like really try to make like a very gourmet and it doesn't have to be fussy and just enjoy just the process. special enjoy the process enjoy the chopping of the vegetables and the browning and the you know all the different steps and baking can kind of go into that category too but just trying to make some more time for baking because just go if you, it, if you do that will you please instagram story <laughs> please <laughs> for real um because it's just for me like they have there's a saying in um in the culinary world called mise en place and it's just everything in its place. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't necessarily mean the, um, you know, organization or whatever it is, but it's like there's a place for everything, whether it be processes and procedures or um, technique or um, ingredients or whatever it is. And so just like doing more embracing of like cooking really seasonal meals or mm-hmm. playing with fun new ingredients or things like that. So, but just taking the time to like make a really special meal. And I'd love to be the person that does like Sunday dinner where mm-hmm. it's like kind a of a thing, f- like a thing, like a fancy thing. Oh, so Cassie's Sunday dinner. <laughs> yeah. Right. I can see that being a thing. Dude, I can't wait till I have a bigger space to entertain for like dinner parties. It's going down. <laughs> going to actually here's the real real i'll probably always have a relatively small house but i will have a restaurant so that will be my entertaining space yep. mm-hmm. <laughs> i can so see it. i'm excited i'm excited for that but i didn't really realize until i got out of the restaurant industry how meditative cooking was for me mm-hmm. and then when i went into nutrition that cooking turned into necessity to survive basically mm-hmm. and get through the day and work and all of that and so it became numbers and macros and um, goals. Became and work. It became work. And and even in the restaurant industry like that, obviously cooking even a beautiful meal can become work. But I just, I missed that aspect of it so much. So that's kind of, that's my that's list. My list for now. See guys, this is why I like her list. I love that list. Like mine actually has some similarities. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the first thing on my list is doing my nails because I like the ritual of it. It's quiet because I don't know if you guys know this, but Cassie knows this. I don't go out and get my nails done because for the longest time, it just, it wasn't conducive for the season of life that I was in the money, the time, just everything. But 
Yet, I love having my nails done, especially when I started the YouTube channel. It drove me nuts when I didn't have my nails done, really, because it's all up in that HD camera and everywhere. So I looked for solutions and I found these glue on nails and most people are shocked. I get compliments on my nails all they the time. They look like you get them done. Right. I get them... I get compliments on them all the time. I totally recognize that my nail shape is conducive to the gluons. It totally is. Mm-hmm. And then I totally get it. And I know there's some people out there that are like, I can't do gluons, but <laughs> so for me, but it's also like the ritual of it. Like I take the time to take off a set, put on a new set. And it's always after the kids go to bed, it's quiet. Do you do like your cuticles and everything? I do. I do the whole jam. Wow. Sometimes. Most of the time. <laughs> It kind of depends on the need, like what's going on with my nails at the time. Sometimes I'll take a set off and I'll like leave my nails bare for a while because actually I have this rule uh, because it's really important. If you guys do glue on nails, make sure you know this, that if you keep putting sets on and you don't let your nails breathe, you can get nail infections. Yeah. Like so fungal infections. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And so I, how I long do, do you let them breathe? A day or two. Okay. You don't need long, really 24 hours. is all. Of course really this needs, turns but. into a tutorial. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but do you do you mm. like doing your own nails i do i like okay. the ritual of picking out the set because just don't mistake i have a library of these now like no i don't mistake at all every time i go to a store where i know they have them i breeze by and i'm like if i like a set i grab it but let's face it it's eight dollars instead of you know 20 30 dollars every time you go 50, yeah yeah so i don't feel guilty about it i don't like i allowed myself to be okay have that with freedom. that yeah and so i think that was probably like one of the first ultimate like ritualistic type self-cares that i've, mm, I've ever mm-hmm. done for myself and i there's, don't regret it at all if my makeup's really not done my, like, my nails are done <laughs> yeah but there's just something that helps you feel like so much more put together when your mm-hmm. nails are done which is so funny like <laughs> when did doing your nail when did that like painting your nails i don't think i'd ever what gotten, even is that i know i never got into painting my we nails know the on hi- we need basis. to go over the history of nail painting i know <laughs> like really and why are bare, bare nails not enough okay yeah but no it's, but you create a ritual around it yes and that's what it was for me so doing my nails was doing my nails myself like doing it in my home where it was like i can do it when i wanted to create this ritual around it i really loved it uh, my next one's guided meditation. I know you guys have heard this before, but that's definitely on my self-care list, mostly because it makes me feel good. So the real real is that this is a task that I pretend that I want to do, but I actually don't want to do. Meditation. So I, yeah. well, and even like I, the thing is like, I have things that I meditate on, mm. but for me, like meditation has always needed to involve something practical for me and sitting and listening to a track somewhere feels like the opposite of practical, which is just going to stress me out, which probably means I need it more. I, I, I was just going to tell you that. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. But my meditation is like baking. My meditation yeah. is going for a walk. Mm-hmm. Um, my meditation is listening to music. I was there for a very long time. Yeah, I don't have space for... And see, where I saw the practical side of it was realizing that no matter how well I ate, how much I self-cared in my rituals, something was going haywire in my nervous system. Sure, yeah. <laughs> so if, if you feel like your nervous system's cool, then I totally get it. Like, or if you, if Yeah, I like, don't know I if like that's I'm, true, but I just don't. <laughs> I think everyone I, needs I think, work, but... <laughs> but my point is just going back to the whole, like, this has to be something you actually want to do. Yes. I don't want to meditate. Yes. I and don't I, want to. I know, I'm not going to pretend like I do it. And I would never go around and be like, everyone should meditate. No. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, it's literally scientifically proven to improve your, right. um, your nervous system response to get into, yes. like, your... A parasympathetic state it's great for digestion like there's tons of things that are great about you which know, is why i think everyone should try it but i health. would never look at every person and say every no matter who you are should meditate i did it during like, every almost every day of pregnancy i meditated that's amazing i love that so much i was trying to create a really healthy human being it was me yeah. obliging to the fetus in me yeah for real yeah i had a lot of great habits while i was pregnant i see i just didn't know because I, so I was obliging like heavily to that baby i tried to oblige the people who told me what to do and it didn't work well for me 
So, well, then the baby came out and I stopped obliging because the only obliging you need to do for a baby after you've grown them is just like make decent breast milk. And if that's <laughs> something that you're doing yeah, um, and feed them and change them and let them sleep. Yeah. It's much different obliging. Which basically session. it ends up, it ends up being the self care ends up being pretty much the exact same thing for you. Like eating, sleeping and pooping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh gosh. Anyways. Keep okay. Obliging. What else is on your list? Um, coloring. I tried this. I used to love coloring. Oh, I love coloring. When I was a kid, I loved it. Mm-hmm. But I, I can't. don't see the practicality in it now. No, I, I totally can't. And I, I do. I love it. I have it's something I wanted to like, and I didn't like. <laughs> see, that's that's important to point out. Like, try it. You don't like it? Don't, don't do it. I didn't like it. Yeah, no kidding. Don't. Yeah. The next one is playing the piano, and truthfully, I'd only really enjoying doing this one when my nails are on a break. So I make that part of my routine is when my nails are on break, I pl- I stop what I'm doing or I make space and time to play the piano because hmm. I've been playing since I was like four. Okay. Or I've been playing forever. My mom's a piano teacher. So I've kind of, it's just been in my life and I just, I go to my Zen place when I play the piano. Like hmm. it just, I can sight read really well. So it doesn't stress me out. Like I can just sit down and enjoy playing a piece and the other day my mom and I went to lunch and she had to stop by the piano store because it's new piano student season and um they had all their Christmas music out and it's like September and I was like I'm gonna do it (laughs) so I went over and grabbed some stuff that I thought I would enjoy and I sat down and played while she was pawing through new music and things like that and it was just so nice and so piano is definitely something for me I have a goal to bring some music into my self-care but I have to have someone teaching me because I don't yeah. I don't play an instrument. Mm-hmm. I really want to learn to play the guitar. Mm, and I definitely hard. see that as something I can build into self-care. But I've got to make some space for it. For so, sure. Baby steps. I highly recommend Like I it. said, just trying to like eat, sleep and yeah. go work out. Exist. Yeah, for real. And I'm just starting to get past that stage. I think just having that space with my kids being at school just changes a lot for mm-hmm. me. So totally like it, I could see that happening later. Uh, the other one is really similar to yours. The next one is being in nature. I'm really bad at this one. I'm really bad at this You're one. kind of a city girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm really bad at this one, which is funny because I grew up totally in the country and I appreciate yeah, the country. Like my dream vehicle when I was in high school was a lifted Bronco. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you go into like your favorite car talking about. That's <laughs> so Jen. Tangent. Squirrel. Tangent. Squirrel. <laughs> um, but my next so, one. But how do you like being in nature? I want to ask you like how like what what do i like what would you do would you would you hike would you go for a walk would you i think that's why summer is my thing i love being being near and in water Ooh, okay water yeah Yeah, water water i'm drawn to water Hmm. when i'm in nature i love the forest and i love hiking and things like that but water you live in oregon so or washington so basically like the skies open up and water pours out of it like (laughs) nine months out of the year anywhere anywhere yeah i know for real it's one of those really easy ones so the next one on my list is actually rituals in my morning, which I, my, my morning food to be specific. I find comfort in having a ritual like my collagen drink for a while. My ritual was, um, fried eggs over greens and sprouts, like mm. with olive oil and salt and pepper. And actually that sounds really good right now. It does sound good. I'm, I'm really getting, hungry. We're getting hungry. We're nearing the uh, end of recording. But that also kind of goes into meal planning, meal planning. This one's tough for me because... I don't make space for it right now. I, I, it's, it's one of the things where I'm trying not to go into obliger rebellion because I know I need to do it. I haven't made the space for it. And I think I'm going to be able to in this new season of my life. Mm-hmm. So the meal planning, but I, but that one's self care for me because I, it lasts all week for me when I meal plan, you know, I feel prepared. I feel ready for the week. I feel, I feel good. And it's not even meal prep. It's just planning and then executing and executing (laughs) yes executing which can be part of meal planning but or meal prep but just the planning part of it is so it's therapeutic for me and i need to make more space for it so um soaking on the tub on a regular basis is another one that i really love doing i should probably add that to my list oh i love we didn't let each other look at each other's lists until we had created them right we didn't want to like play off of it that's why i had that reaction of i love your list before we you know because i was like (laughs) oh yes (laughs) so soaking in the tub on a regular basis yeah i'm really terrible at that too but it's something i would really like to add into my routine eventually 
Yes. And the neat part about that is like there is a practical side. You're actually bathing yourself. So that's good. Yeah. And for me, the, the Epsom salt. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yes. My body, my body needs the Epsom salt on a regular basis. Yeah, mine too, actually. But the last one is skincare routine. And you guys are going to just, I, I am surprisingly bad at this one. Like it's one of those things where you know all this stuff so much so well that eventually you stop you kind of devalue it a little bit Mm -hmm. because you're like yeah 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 I know but I also know how to fix that if I forget it for three days you know so it's another making space for it turning it into a ritual I just haven't done that in a long time I don't know I think when you go through the sleep depraved part of your life and having little humans in your life you just a lot you forget a lot does that end ever until they yes. graduate from high school or uh, it it it's, yeah it, it fluctuates better. yeah it's it it, better yeah it fluctuates for sure but that's that's my nice neat little list yeah i think it's i think you're totally right it goes down to it comes down to like really creating rituals and habits around the things that you want to accomplish for yourself and yeah part of that is going to have to start with you have to start by prioritizing it and making time for it start and then eventually it's going to be the same you know it's going to be part of your day but Mm -hmm. adding it adding something new in or making something that hasn't been consistent consistent Mm -hmm. is going to take that like daily intention and having intentions around what you're doing start intent and then just execution <laughs> right which is often the hardest part because i think real. we have the best of intentions when it comes to our self-care but i love what we've been saying in this episode that it's like you know you create your top three you know be real about do you want to do this like i love that you said i see the benefit in meditation i don't want to i don't want to don't. right now i don't want to right like dry brushing is like that i totally love the benefits of dry brushing and i just don't want to mm, i feel you on that you know i've been there yeah pretty much the entire summer which is actually when people see my skin so i probably should have been doing it then but (laughs) this is why i love fall so much because i get to cover all my skin up yep all right thanks so much for listening you guys i hope that um this helps you create a sustainable self-care routine that really something you can stick to and really make the time and the headspace to be able to work in and really take good care of yourself because we all know there's a reason why it's a saying you can't pour from an empty cup and most of us on the daily are pouring from an empty cup myself included yeah so we we got we got some work to do you guys fill the cup up fill it up thanks for joining us today on this episode of rebel heart radio you can visit our website to submit a question at www.rebelheartradio.com or you can hop on our Instagram. You can ask us anything. We love to get to know you guys. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a review on iTunes and we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Because I need to see if there's actual sound waves. And there is... Yay for doing what you're told. Thank you for computer. It's always exciting. Oh gosh. It's just so (laughs) abrupt when it doesn't work. Like, why? Why? Why are you not working? Okay. You do this every time. Start recording, go, uh. Yeah. What?